sauces and sauces. So this is kind of not anywhere near along the same lines, but integrity wise, I think it is when people that use other hot sauces that they buy and put it into their hot sauces and label it correctly, but it's a sauce within a sauce. How do you feel about that? Hot sauce as an ingredient. I personally think. Welcome to Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers. I'm Spike. And I'm Zach. And today we welcome Bob Rice from Doc's Fusion Fuel Hot Sauce. Hey, hey, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Spike. I can't, I can't do this to save my life today. Welcome to our shit show. There you go. (laughs) Everybody do a voluntary shot of sauce. Let's get this rolling. Oh, well, we've got, actually, that's coming up. We've got, did you bring a show and tell sauce? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Before we do that, though, uh, tell us how you got into hot sauce. I really started to experience the world of artisanal sauce when I moved from Arizona back to Ohio. Uh, When I came back here in 2010, I discovered K. John's uh, store that he had at the North Market here in Columbus. And that's when I just totally fell into that whole end of Oh my God, I had no idea hot sauce existed beyond uh, World Market and Santava and Tapatio were just not the only things out there. You know, I mean, I'd always used hot sauce all my life, but uh, really never got into the deep end of uh, craft makers. And so living really close proximity to where uh, John's shop was, I'd go down there quite often. And then in 2012, I had gone down to one of the Fiery Foods festivals that he was hosting and got to meet other makers and try other sauces. And it was just, oh, my God, it was it was overwhelming. Uh, I instantly fell in love. And so it, it took a little time. But after working for John a short time in his kitchen, entered a chili cook off or two that John had sponsored. I started dabbling and making my own sauces. So Where in Arizona? I lived in Prescott for 25 years. I also lived in Phoenix for a year and a half. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of sauce in the uh, northern Arizona. Well, there there's a company now, but at that time, there definitely was not. <laughs> exactly, right. There's a company everywhere now. There yeah. is now. So you were in Prescott. I actually, I, I knew somebody for a long time that was from Prescott. It's not a big area. No. No, it's not. It's grown a lot. I was there. Uh, I was in the construction industry. I know, Zach, you said you were too. Um, I was, so when I had my 20-year high school reunion, I thought, what kind of a title can I use to sound all that? And so I came up with Commodity Transportation and Placement Specialist, which is what I did for 25 years. It meant that I hauled concrete. So I was a concrete truck driver in Arizona. Arizona's number one occupation is uh, construction. And when the housing industry fell, the banking crash in 2008, I pretty much bailed out and said, I'm out of here. So yeah, that changed everybody's occupations, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So 2010, I came back to Ohio and pretty much started over. I I was in school to be a writer and uh, that didn't last. Everything changed. I became a cook. All for the better though, right? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. None of the people I went to school with that did finish. uh, Well, a few are are teaching now, but not very many, very few. Everybody went on to other things. And then we had COVID, you know, and And that's changed everybody's occupations all over again, I think. Yeah. Now everybody's a hot sauce maker. (laughs) It's Yeah. (laughs) Which brings us to our first topic. Bob's favorite (laughs) thing that have so you call them tub sauces i call them backyard hot sauces or garage hot sauces it's all the same fucking thing it's it people is doing sink it. sauce 
Yeah. Sink sauce. That's a yeah. good one. It's people doing it when they're not supposed to fucking be doing it, to be honest with yeah. you. Not doing yeah. the work. Yeah. You know, and and I will say though, for a pro, I mean, we all I'm not gonna say we all. I started making sauce unlicensed, yeah. but I wasn't advertising on Facebook. I wasn't pumping groups. You know, there were, I, I wasn't going out and about saying, Hey, buy this. It was at least, Hey, if you want to throw some bucks my way, help recoup my cost, that would be cool. But I made it very clear that I could not legally sell my sauce. Yeah. I wasn't people sure. are making websites and shit. Yeah. Oh, I know. I wasn't shipping it. I mean, I, I 100% was illegal for, a little while until Thomas Toth reached out to me and he's like, that doesn't look like a commercial kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he explained to me how regulated hot sauce is. So I shut my fucking business down and then went through the FDA process. Why well, I went through the state process because we were getting ready to move from Sedona back to Tucson and I didn't want to have to deal with the whole registering of two different facilities. So I just waited for the FDA until we moved back to Tucson. I've had to do that that whole thing a few times now because we've changed a few <laughs> times. It sucks. Yeah, not worth it. I always forget where I'm at on that website. The, the FDA website's a, a maze. Um, but you know what? This is the thing is that I get pissed off. Part of the reason why I get pissed off about other than the fact that they're degrading our industry. The other thing I have a problem with with people that completely ignore it is I, I, I worked hard to figure all that stuff out, you know, just like you guys did. And they just aren't, you know, they're just cowboying in it. And it's ridiculous. There's some out there that have the intention of going legitimate. They're in the works of doing it. You know, I just recently had a conversation with a guy the other day. I asked him, I said, I see that there's no manufacturing address on your bottle. It was somebody that just recently started following me on Instagram. So I reached out to him. Yeah. about his manufacturing. And he gave me a very definitive, informative answer. I was blown away. He said, no, actually, we're uh, supposed to be having uh, somebody come in to watch us do our first batch, September 17th. When that happens, that's when we will be able to sell across state lines. Right now, if you look on our website, we're only offering sales within the state because of cottage food laws. And then once we get passed and full FDA approval, then we're going to change it to where we can ship. What's, and what state? Illinois. Illinois. I don't know anything about cottage laws in illinois but a lot of cottage laws won't let you to have a web presence it's direct to consumer only no wholesale no online sales yeah right. like people you know um they they play with that and and they won't they'll purposefully not read the whole thing they'll they'll read oh, as oh, little yeah. as possible oh yeah i can do whatever i want yeah exactly well that's the whole problem is the whole do whatever i want i think that that's the biggest uh issue but then there's so many supporters of that happening too you look at instagram and facebook's full of them and then yep. there's so many people that they back that i mean that's another part of this issue you've even got reviewers out there that good heartedly accept product that they believe possibly is legit or maybe even isn't but they still want to promote that person well for you that's the reviewer. It's not good because it's going to give you a black eye. It's just like any one of us being a legit, legitimate maker. I mean, I've got some really good sauces that guys have made that are not legit at all, but I'm very cautious over what I put out there and, and back as far as a company goes, because I know that they haven't gone through the hoops, nor will they, but there's some of them out there. It's just and Zach and I've talked about this too. Let's take jerky, for instance. That's another FDA approved product. How many people out there have you seen review jerky and they don't think twice about exactly. getting USDA? Beef. Yeah, with USDA, they're really strict, really yeah. strict. I've got some friends that do sausage and they're there all the time. Mm -hmm. 
They don't mess around. But I mean, there's still quite a few of them out there that are, you know, still selling it on websites. They're shipping yeah. it and it's, it's homemade. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this guy reached out to me and then he said, I would not have given such an informative answer if it was not somebody that I see so much within the community. So he had obviously recognized the name and he put it with the docs fusion fuel. So, I mean, I gave him, I, I, I give him credit. Yeah. 100%. Um, hey man, I ain't got no problem. If you are in the process of getting oh, yeah. those uh, defensive little bitches, dude, that's just want to like argue with me about shit and i'm just like yep. dude like you don't get it it, be, it becomes here, a like you political can literally thing. kill somebody if you bottle that incorrectly yeah. well and it's, then there's so many people that back it in the groups they're like why are you being so hard on them we should just accept them it's just another sauce maker no no it's not, not just another sauce maker that's not it at all you know it, it becomes a political thing where that's the you know the government and blah 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 and it's like come on man there's a good middle ground you, you could say to them you're probably the same type of person that hears defund the police and thinks Right. No, that's not right. But when right. you hear defund the FDA, you're like, yeah, big government. And it's like, no, they're the food police. You need to fund them because they protect us from bad food. That's what their job is. And we need to abide by those laws for a reason, you know? Yeah drives me crazy. Well, and I think that we as a community, you know, the makers, that was one of the things that you asked. And I think that that's one of the things that we need more makers to step in, step up and ask those important questions. There's no harm in that. So you ask a legitimate question. You're not telling them you should be ashamed of yourself. Shut your doors. Stop making tub sauce. You know, just ask the legitimate questions. Why aren't you why aren't you putting your ingredient list on your label? Why do you have a comma between raw? <laughs> Zach knows exactly what I'm talking about. But a fancy, but a fancy label does not mean that it's a legitimate company. There's a lot of people out there. They've got beautiful artwork, but you can look at those labels and you just scratch your head thinking. Mm, I'm not sure about your product or your legitimacy. Yeah. We had a guy locally. I walked into the place they, they sold our stuff. And one of the people I was with goes, oh, look, there's a new hot sauce in town. You should try it. And I said, I'm not trying that. I already know that it's not legal. I could tell by looking at it. And the guy behind the counter goes, oh, shots fired. And I'm like, listen, I can look at that and tell. And that's not helping the business in this area. That's hurting the business in this area. And then I reached out to the guy and he asked for some information. I gave him a bunch of information and he chose not to do it. For me, it's a little bit different because I live in Idaho, but I'm eight miles from Washington. So this was in Washington. This, that's across state lines. You can't mess around with that. You have to honor right. that. So he was doing that. He lives in Idaho and he was doing that and they ended up not going anywhere. But if they were legitimate and were trying to do what they were supposed to do, I'd have been willing to help them all the way. That's what you do. You know, it makes sure. our whole business better. It, it builds the community. All right. So I brought up this other topic, which is a little more sensitive, sauces and sauces. So this is kind of not anywhere near along the same lines, but integrity wise, I think it is when people that use other hot sauces that they buy and put it into their hot sauces and label it correctly, but it's a sauce within a sauce. How do you feel about that? Hot sauce as an ingredient. I personally think it's a cheap way out. I, I think that it lacks creativity. If you're going to create a hot sauce, why aren't you choosing creating the ingredients that you're going to put in that sauce? If you're that adamant about somebody else's sauce, then buy that man's sauce and promote it. But yeah. I, 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 I'm personally 
Uh, I'm not for that. I do know that I'm not aware of artisan sauces, craft maker sauces being used as an ingredient. I'm sure they're out there, um, but I have seen cayenne vinegar base pubs of sauce that you can use as a base. I don't know where I stand on even like using a Valentina type sauce, but I mean, why can't you just use cayennes and vinegar? It's such a basic recipe to begin with. How can you not expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. In general, I'm not for it. I think that it's it's a cop out. I, I don't have any problem with somebody making a buck on it if that's what they can do and they can make another sauce as a chef i look at it as i can do things well i've got okay here i've got a wing sauce standard wing sauce that i do and it's made up of metal pepper sauce uh standard ranch dressing ginger uh powder and there's a certain type of teriyaki it's called kung fu sauce it's really popular i took all those things those ready-made sauces and created something completely different. In a restaurant setting, people aren't like buying it off the shelves. And I wouldn't do it like that, buying it off the shelf, unless it was my Vandal pepper sauce in there and my ranch dressing and my, you know what I mean, all stuff that I created myself. So there is a gray area there. If you're using soy sauce, you probably didn't make the soy sauce. You I know. mean, do you want to make the soy sauce? Nope. I don't want to make the hoisin sauce I might use in a sauce, that kind of thing. So there's a, there's a gray area to be had, but it's there pretty is. simple when You've got hot sauce in hot sauce. <laughs> when when, when you, you have a vinegar-based hot sauce in hot sauce. Yeah. So are you guys aware of anybody, and I'm not asking for names, obviously, but are you guys aware of uh, more than one maker, small batch, that's using another small batch maker's sauce? Uh, not small batch, no. No. Uh, well, a couple. I've come across a couple that were at least obvious, but nothing. You know, they're all real small and like they're just buying the stuff. And, and actually, Robert, the, you know, the nice label whiskey guy, uh, his last ingredient is one of his sauces. Well, I did see that that was one of his own, but but I think that that's totally different. If it's something that you've created that you're using in your product, I think that that's totally different. You're not ripping on somebody else's. Yeah, sure. that's what that's what I was saying about our kung fu sauce. I would yeah. use our vandal pepper sauce without it, thinking about it. That's yeah. right. No need to put it all together when you've already got it all together. Right. So. Yeah. No, I've not seen small batch people use small batch sauce, but I have seen the number one ingredient in some sauces be hot sauce. As yep. As have I. Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure like 90% of the time it's like Tabasco or something mm-hmm. Tabasco-like. Some sort of cayenne pepper sauce. Yeah. I the mean, cheapest available 55 gallon drum of. You know, it's cheaper just to buy the cayenne and put it with some vinegar. <laughs> you think. Yeah, but that's one extra step that they have. I, I don't understand how it'd be an extra step. You're literally putting it all in the same damn kettle. I, well, I guess it really depends on the, on the sauce you're using because if it's a aged pepper sauce you know you're clearly not going to age your peppers for however long well then if you're covering it up with other ingredients what is the purpose of using that as a base is it even still discernible right it's creating something new it's like using hoisin in a hot sauce i think that so i've always said when we do something a hot takes section one of my hot takes is tabasco's garbage uh Cholula, Tapatio, garbage. I just don't think they're very good sauces. But Tabasco, out of all those three, of those three, uh, Tabasco is a good ingredient. So I don't know if that's. I would say if it's your only source of heat, then it's a garbage ingredient, and you're just being lazy, and it's not going to be a very good sauce no matter what you do. But if it's part of a flavorful profile you're trying to put together, I think that's all right. So you guys have turned me around. I'm okay with it. What? <laughs> you're okay with it? I mean, it's you know. I know there's some buffalo sauces on the market that use <clears throat> hot sauce as their base, 
and they're not bad. They're pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting topic. I th- I think it's a case by case thing, but it is interesting it, it, when you see that first thing saying hot sauce though. That's that's a red flag to me. It's like oh, this is not going to be good. Yeah, there's a huge lack of work. There's a lot of people that do that. Uh, you know, I'm surprised at how many. Well, here, this is a question I've been asking I, or I asked early on, and I think I'm going to make it a regular question, not the one you think it's going to be, Zach. Uh, um, you should just make that a regular question, too. I, I am. I'm actually going to ask that question, but I kind of figured. Of course, I'm not going to let it go. I love that question. Um, so out of the all the hot sauces you try, and you obviously try a lot. Bob what percent, a lot of sauce. Yeah. What percentage are actually good. Wow. I'm really picky about the ingredients when yeah. I get a sauce. I mean, that's why I harp on some of these people. It's like, where's your ingredient list? How do you expect me to buy off of that label alone? I don't give a crap about your artwork, to be honest with you. It's not going to make me buy that bottle of sauce. Yeah. I want to at least formulate an opinion of what I think it's going to taste like. In fact, that was another thing that I had written down in my notes for hot takes. But the ingredients, I mean, I'm I, I'm huge into ingredients. My wife is blown away at my palate and even even still with the amount of heat that I take in, whether it's hot peppers, tincture, sauce, whatever. But she's like, I mean, it's it's crazy that you can still have a discernible palate. And a lot of people say, you know, you're going to burn out your taste buds. Mm, no. I don't agree. I but, don't agree either. Yeah. But out of the number of sauces, like Zach said, I mean, I, I I promote the other makers. You know, every time I get a new sauce, I typically post it somewhere on the group or Instagram or something. But um, the number of the sauces that I have is overwhelmingly good sauce. I would say probably a high 60% I would buy again. And really? 30, 30% are probably in a constant rotation. Interesting. Bob goes through a lot. Bob's sauces every meal and if he's not saucing he's eating hot peppers with it with well, I can see, yeah i can i can definitely see doing that i would say for me i am consistently disappointed by oh, wow. the hot sauces i try um and that's not to say there's not some amazing yours i love your hot sauce he's blowing smoke Don't no look. no i wouldn't have even had you <laughs> I'm, on i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i wouldn't have, I, he would, zach would have said let's put bob on i've been like let's go somewhere else um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, loser. I, you know uh it seems like i think i said 90 to 95 percent of them are garbage before but i think that was being a little too wow. harsh it's probably 85 percent of them i try are not good and no, i'm not i'm not gonna say i do not i have dumped sauce down the drain yeah after the first taste i have thought about how i can use it will this possibly even make a salad dressing and if it can't even make a salad dressing sorry it's drano at that yeah. point it's, yeah i mean but i have i've had some that are straight up white vinegar or whatever vinegar it is or it's vinegar and salt or it's so much vinegar salt and garlic it's just trash there's no thought process into the ingredients it's so easy to read a label and go this has promise and then there's some sauces you look at them go oh my god i can't wait to see how this comes together Spike, you do that you've got some ingredients i mean some labels are like Dude, where do you come up with this stuff? And you managed to put them together. And I'm sorry, Katie was the one blushing last week. Now it's going to be your turn. But you've got some really <laughs> phenomenal compilations of sauces. It's just, it, it, it's fantastic. Thank you. When I won that first giveaway and I got, I don't know, half a dozen bottles or whatever it was, I was blown away by the combinations. But there are a few makers out there that they can do that. You can look at the ingredient list and you're going, 
oh my god where do you even come up with the ideas i love i love that they're they're really uh hob sauce does that i yep. really like hob sauce does that i i and i don't like every single one of his sauces um but I'd say a good majority of them. And even the ones I don't care for, I don't care for them not necessarily because they're not a good sauce. It's just not my jam. Uh, Jindos is another one. Jindo, I've never had Jindos. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, I hear so many great things about that comedy, man. I should probably just order. I mean, like, everybody loves that shit, dude. Jindos. I just I'm- saw him two weeks ago at a uh, an event here in Columbus. In fact, I gave him some of my docs. Disturbingly burned him bad. He thought that was pretty hot. But, All uh, right. Flavor, I brought some up. I'm getting that. The flavor combinations that they've got are just crazy. I like it when that happens, when a, a sauce maker makes me rethink the way I have approached a sauce. Oh, God, that's a that's a huge deal. I love that so much. Uh, Charman made me rethink. Charman and Zach, both at the same wow. time, They uh, I tasted their green sauces and started rethinking my green sauce. Who are some of your other favorite makers, Bob? Because, I mean, like Spike, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm just picky. I like what I like. Have you hit up Bear River? I have, and they're very good. Yeah, John Meyer. John Meyer does really well. We've got uh, Roger Damps coming on the podcast here in a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Um, and he sent me uh, quite a few of theirs, and really, really good stuff. Nice. Yeah, there's some really good ones. I'm looking at a row of them on top of the desk here. Um, you already mentioned Hob Sauce. Who else? Charman. We mentioned K Johns. I still get some K Johns. K Johns uh, are, yeah. I got spo- so spoiled though. I mean, like I said, that was my first immersion into the hot sauce world. I was just so enamored. K Johns black garlic was one of the first times I've had black garlic in a hot sauce. Somewhere. Oh, which we're doing one this week. What, which black garlic did you get? The OG, the I think uh, it was the OG Chipotle or the Ghost. No, it was. I think it was, it was a milder one. It was Chipotle. Pretty sure. I mean, even the Ghost one isn't that hot, but that's probably my my favorite of the series. Well, I like Ghost Pepper, so that would I I, I it, think really somebody bought it for me. I don't think I bought it. Um, and I and I know John. Uh, we've chatted. I, I mean, I don't know him personally, but we've chatted quite a few times on Facebook. So I don't know why I never got any of his stuff, but I did, and it was fantastic. So who else? Some of some of your other, uh, <laughs> too much nitro cold brew right now, and I'm getting a little jittery. <laughs> so it's just an average day. Harold, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who who's that? Harold, Harold. They've got some. They're more into a fermented sauce. Bottled at Dark Horse Brewing. I'm looking at one of the bottles right now. But they use some different ingredients in some of their sauces. I had one, it was a soy base, but it also had, um, it wasn't just like a soy sauce. No, it did on those labels. Whoa. Horse radish. So here, listen to these ingredients. Chili peppers, sake, kasu, rice vinegar, sushi, ginger, soy sauce, lemon juice, black garlic, wasabi seasoning, salt, vinegar, squid ink, and xanthan gum. Okay. This stuff is good. Oh, I love that. With the black it coming down. Bottle? Oh, that's yes. awesome. It is just freaking cool. And it is so damn tasty. I mean, it's not black. It's obviously a very dark green sauce. It's not, you know, squid ink black. But man, good stuff. This golden fiddle, I'm looking at the label of it. looks like they have Tom Waits on the front. Makes <laughs> me automatically want to buy it. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a couple of them that are just really good. Oh, here's another one too. Uh, have you guys had Cooper Small Batch? I uh, tried them when I was at Fiery Foods. 
couple years ago? No, actually, I didn't try them because I think Greg Foster burned me out, <laughs> fried me a little bit, and I was going to circle back around to Cooper's, but then I never did. They've got that one coconut sauce. It's a white. They've got a coconut sauce, yeah. but one of their favorite, they've got a tie me up. There's a fig sauce. Uh, one here that I like is Tsunami. It's a black habanero, misu, black garlic. This was a limited series. I don't even know if they have it in their normal rotation. Oh, Miso and black garlic, habanero, like double pruned raisins, there. prune juice. But I mean, you, sometimes you read through those ingredients, you're like, "How in the hell do you do that?" That's awesome. But, yeah. but it can, you black know, it can garlic. create those depth. Yeah, those depth notes that you can really pull off and just go, "Oh my god, it's like a what is this? An Asian mole? What the hell?" Yeah, it's. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, black garlic and black habanero. It's tasty. It, it's a tasty sauce. It really is. I yes. like the. The this is also the little combos, you know? Yeah. Are you a label aficionado? You were talking about the labels not mattering, but... Oh, uh, I, I definitely pay attention to them. Yeah. But I mean, it's the ingredients that draw me. You know, I, I'm very fortunate. I'm, you know, what, two hours from Jungle Gyms. I get to go down and see uh, Hot Sauce Mike. Every time I go down there, make a delivery. I, you know, I, I choose to go down personally instead of ship my stuff down. We get to go have lunch. I get to go walk through the store and see what sauces I want to restock on, make sure I've got my, you know, my my standards. And then uh, shop a few labels. But it's tough when there's hundreds of sauces, hundreds. I don't even know how many is in that store, a thousand. There's just so many it is tough to just say i'm only going to drop 150 dollars or i'm only going <laughs> to whatever it is it's 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 tough it's so tough we got a place um, in seattle called double d meats that does the same thing there's probably three four thousand bottles of hot sauce in there but we got has some pretty some pretty awesome labels oh yeah 100 you do goober killer rabbit yeah, yeah that uh, one uh was done for us by a lady named elena fox she was on that show i met her because of her band but i guess she was on did you ever see that show ace of cakes was uh on food network for a while remember it Goldman. yeah uh, she was the one who did all the star wars cakes yeah really I, just, nice I, I know you've had some really great custom artwork done on the bottles it's just phenomenal yeah, My current hey. favorite is the uh, the Queen of Hearts. That one was done for us by Allison Moss, Heart of the Kills. That was, I mean, I'm a huge fan. I didn't expect her to say yes to that. And the art is fantastic. People walk up and go, I want that one. Uh, makes me feel great because I didn't expect it to come true. You know, the way you were um, describing walking into a store and getting lost, you know, somebody not buying your sauce because there's too many choices. The same thing happens, though, at hot sauce events. I know in an earlier episode, you were talking about not doing events. And so that happens, though, at an event, too. You know, if your booth is at the wrong end of an event, people's taste buds are fried, like Zach was just saying. Now I got burned. And so that was it, you know. Yeah. Then you can't enjoy joy the sauces i mean i've gone around before and said okay i'm just going mid-level and i'll catch you on the flip i'll be back but um because there's just so many that's one of the big reasons why we haven't done it yeah, yeah. so i am going to be part of next year's fiery food show for the first time and since i started high desert and i posted up next to the bravado boys because because people seek out bravado and then i'm hoping to catch their overflow <laughs> that's somebody else who makes good sauces bravado i like their stuff but yeah. what i've gotten of it I've <laughs> you've had some issues with ordering. I've ordered three different times from Amazon and they all show up broken. <laughs> Been hearing a lot of that from Amazon. Yeah. Do you sell on Amazon, Bob? No. Yeah, me either. I, know, I, I don't know. either. 
I refuse. I might eventually. I don't know. I yeah, I don't want to say I refuse because there's a chance that I may do it. So their fee structure, like I was there. I I have a seller's account. I got uh, went and got the trademark so I could sell on Amazon. It's a whole thing, man. Their fee structure is ridiculous. It's 15% off the top. And then their storage fees, if someone calls customer service, there's a fee for that. There's a order packing fee. There's a shipping fee. Fuck that. Like legit, I was going to make like 50 cents a bottle <laughs> off a $12 well, bottle of sauce. I'm not. Can't you just charge more? I'm, that was charging board. Yeah. See, I would, I wouldn't mind putting it on there and just charging an outrageous amount and then just not charging outrageous amount on my website. Maybe 50 cents is a little bit of an over-exaggeration, but it wasn't much. Yeah. I've made Do you think at some point the exposure or the... Uh, extra quantity of sales would offset that. Yeah, but, but for you personally, it's just not worth it. Here's the thing, too. Say you're selling single bottles. If you don't put that thing in like a single bottle box, they're just going to take that bottle out of your 12 pack and throw it in a bag. And then you get charged for a customer calling in because it's broken. And then they charge you again for like reshipping it. It's a whole thing. So it's we have a storage issue right now and a manpower issue right now. So I can't pack up like, you know. 100 single bottles to ship to Amazon so that, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's not worth it for me. I can understand that. Yeah. So, Bob, you're on a desert island. A pallet of hot sauce shows up. Fuck this question. <laughs> a pallet of hot sauce shows up. Your favorite hot sauce. You can have it on everything and shit shows up on shore all the time. You can kind of eat whatever the hell you want. What do you want it to be? One sauce. But it's only one hot sauce. And it can't be yours. One sauce. For the rest of your life. Would so you I, saw, I, saw, I saw somebody post the same question on the group the other day. And uh, I believe my response was choices or limits. Um, that's a really tough question because number one obviously i've got i mean i'm looking at over 30 plus bottles right now in front of me that are open so man that is just not one not one sauce that i have found is that across the board i'm just continually looking at these that i would be able to say i would want to live with for the rest of my life because they're they're so individual in their flavors, textures. Oh, yeah, that's another topic. Let's talk about watery sauces. Um, right. I'm glad that you and I tell you what, I do like for a cheap, cheesy sauce. Well, I, I shouldn't say that for a very easy to get, well known sauce that I can pick up extremely reasonable. I like high river sauces, Chiba Gold. That stuff's great. I've had that before. Really I, good stuff. I, I'm a mustard fan. Yeah. I love the seasonings, the sweet, the peach, the scotch bonnet. It's a really good marriage. But there's some foods I wouldn't want to put it on. I mean, right next to that, I'm looking at volcanic peppers curry sauce. Oh, I fucking love volcanic peppers. Damn, fine curry sauce. I had Brian Ames one time said that was one of his favorite curry sauces. I don't know. I think I'd have to go jump in the ocean and drown myself to get off that island. Right. I, mean, I would take something personally that that would go in any direction, like probably a tomato-based sauce of some of some sort. I'd have to think about it, but something that's not over the top, you know, uh, in any direction. And then that that would work well for me because then I can do things with it. But hey man, if you can't answer your own fucking question, maybe you should stop asking. Well, I was about to, but <laughs> I would take a milder sauce and I probably would take your greens, Zach. <sighs> no, I, it can't be one of ours, dude. Okay, Remember? Charman's green. There you go. I mean, they're a dead heat to me. They're both just fantastic. 
and I would use that. I could make the, anything out of that that I wanted to. The idea is that what sauce will go on the most things? And if you can right. pick one that will go on the most things, um, I'd say green sauces work better for me in that way. Um, or a solid tomato-based sauce. I can't think of another one like Z like our Vandal, um, but I would do something like that. Oh, wait, there's that company. There's what they have one that's an onion, smoked onion or something out of Vermont. They were on hot ones. I can't think of Butterfly Bakery. Is it Butterfly? They do one that's similar to Vandal. Um, that I would uh, that would that's smoked a good one. Onion something another. Yeah, I liked that sauce. It reminded me of our Vandal sauce a lot. When I tasted, it, I went, oh. This is have either of you guys had any sauces from Silk City? No, Silk City pot sauce. Yeah, no, I haven't. He has got some peach. I haven't had any of his in a long time. All of his bottles are, I want to say, an eight ounce flask style. I think he's out of Rhode Island. Anyhow, he has got a peach sauce that is unbelievably it's it's so well put together. And some of his connect concoctions are really good, but he's got a couple of fruit sauces that are really good, really good. I used to see him a lot on Instagram. I uh, reached out to him, in fact, a while back because I hadn't seen him in a while. I asked him if he was still in the game, and he said, yeah, just not on Instagram anymore. But uh, he's got some really good sauces. We just yeah, did a peach that. sauce. Um, I've only got a couple yeah. bottles left. I'll send you one, Bob. But yeah, I don't I, I don't know. That's just a, that's a really tough question. Um, I'm actually a sucker for mule sauce, too. I like the touch of sweet. You, you oh, know that stuff that comes with the... Yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah. That mule like sauce that. is not bad for yeah. you know a freebie. Yeah, I mean, what really it is bad for six bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I I was floored at how good it was. I like the connection it's got. It's uh, it's got a nice it's label. A good one. It's got like a nice clean label. It does. All right. So, what's your hot take, Bob? Well, let's see. I had a couple of them. Uh, it was going <laughs> to be it was going to be watery thin sauces. Don't do it ever. Stop. There's Please. some out there, man. I just for me, it's being open to trying sauces with an ingredient you may not like. You know, we were talking about labels and I read ingredient lists and a lot of people I'll hear an instant judgment remark on the groups. I wouldn't try that because it's got such and such in it. That just doesn't belong in a sauce. Somebody might look at that one I showed you. Oh, it's got squid ink. I wouldn't buy that. Or it might have something that just by itself might sound repulsive. But if you're not thinking out of the box, when you're starting to mix those ingredients, then you're just using hot sauce as your first ingredient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that's part of my thing. To, I talked to Zach about, about reviewers. I think that uh, somebody buying a hot sauce like you and I, uh, when we're in the store, I want to look at the ingredients. If I'm reviewing a hot sauce, I actually don't because I don't want preconceived notions. Exactly. It's the same exact thing. I want to just taste yep. it, experience it, and then look at what's in it and see how that reflects in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I had even written that down. Preconceived opinions cloud the chance to find something that works. So it, it, it can be very difficult when you're reading an ingredient label to not go, oh, my God, that's never going to work. Or you're just intrigued to the point of, oh, there's a car wreck. I want to stay and look at this. I want to see how this this is going to turn out, you know, yeah. your curiosity kicks and you're like, I'm, I'm game. I'm in. This might be awesome. So I, I think that not enough people are open to trying sauces due to uh, an ingredient list. I agree. What's your uh, we, like? I can do that at, uh, at like farmer's markets or when we're doing samplings, but I can't, you can't do it as easily just on the store shelf. It's hard. No, mm -hmm. no I, I had to go buy hot sauce today for show and tell because i'm out of town and even though i was at a hot sauce store yesterday i totally forgot to grab something because i'm an idiot so i had to run to the local grocery store and sure as shit i was like yep i'm reading the green list 
unfortunately, it's because, you know, I don't want something with sugar being the first ingredient or high fructose <laughs> corn syrup or any of that bullshit. So. so why don't we do that? Let's do our show and tell. Well, we'll, we'll share how I take for the week. Oh, I didn't. I So I, I think we, I don't have one. Okay. So we, is it going to be just a guest thing? Yeah, I think it's going to be a guest thing. Okay, and then we can ca- uh, not capitalize. You can make yours. Stop making vinegar forward fruit sauces. Make that your hot take. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can't stand a vinegar forward salty fruit sauce. I'm sorry. I just yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, turn off. Have no. you had our Have you had our chamoy yet, Bob? Absolutely. I just I like that sauce. No. I didn't hear that last part. I said I like that sauce. So oh. Raspberries, honey, and then pain. Pain is right there. In fact, I don't think you finish saying honey in its pain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what'd you bring, Bob? What are you bringing? What I bring? I brought Brooklyn Deli Gunther Sanam Pepper. Have you guys had this? Ooh, uh, no. no. Was that the one that was featured on Hot Ones or is that a different sauce? I can't tell you if this is the one that was on Hot Ones or not. I fell in love with this probably three years ago. This bottle I just picked up at Jungle Gyms as a restock. I hadn't had any in a while. It's another tomato-based sauce. Tomato first ingredient. But uh, sauces, I, I mean, the, the seasonings, it's turmeric, a safetida, fenugreek Ooh. seed, black mustard seed, black pepper, mm. tamarind, uh, red chili peppers, the Gunther Sanam chili peppers, garlic, sesame oil, sunflower oil, and I'm reading backwards, vinegar, tomato paste, tomatoes. It's it's a really good, think samosas. All right. That sounds it's, delicious. It's, yeah. It's I, a I really, just pulled up their page. Really, I'm going to end up really buying so much hot sauce because of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a flavor trip. I mean, and that's what I'm liking about this podcast, you know, especially in talking with other makers that are into the ingredients. It's not just, well, like we said earlier, it's not just the number one ingredient hot sauce. You know, it, it, it's so much more than just fermented peppers, vinegar, and salt and garlic. It's there, there's more to it. There's a lot of thought in the ingredients. And that's what I like about some of these sauces. It's just, it's mind blowing. Um, I like to go down to jungle gyms and Mike and I'll trade, you know, ideas. He'll be like, Oh my God, have you had, and then I'll turn him on to, you know, a sauce. And it's just, it, it, it's, it's fun to have those resources, those connections, those people that try sauce the same way you do. They're like, Oh my God, you would really appreciate this. But yeah, this is a definite do. I'm excited about that one. It's the first one I'm ordering. What do you got, Spike? Uh, so I got a bottle of the old school, legit, real deal sriracha. Wow. I never had it. I thought, I want to try it. This is actual sriracha from Thailand. So I forget the name uh, of it because it's in Thai. <laughs> I have, uh, where are we at? I went with some yellow bird. Yeah. Jalapeno condiment. That was one of the first ones that spurred me on to make. Well, it, they influenced me to make spice carrot. Really? I tasted theirs. I thought that's really good. I'd like to add some ginger. <laughs> Perfect companion. I'm going to have Cheers. Some. You guys got squeeze bottles, but uh, I'm not afraid to pour in a spoon. I brought mine. Oh, yeah. All that oil right there on top. I thought this was would be hotter. It's definitely got more umami. You know what this doesn't have? And I'm really surprised. It doesn't have preservatives. It doesn't have MSG. It doesn't have flour, it says, which I think is funny. And it has no color added. So that's really good. But I can't couldn't tell you what ingredients it has because it's all in Thai. <laughs> that's funny. So the, as you guys mm. know, I'm a sodium sensitive. And this jalapeno condiment is almost too salty for me. Clocking in at like 80 milligrams per serving. That's right. Right in spike sweet zone, but yeah, it's it like is. kind of pushing my limit a little bit, honestly. 
80s getting up there, but still between 75 and 100, I'm good. Yeah, this one's uh 130. It's a six percent per serving. Uh, what's it's the serving size? Teaspoon. Damn, that's pretty high. But it fits. I, yeah. I mean, that saltiness in this, it really does go well. And tomatoes uh, can hold more salt. Oh, absolutely. I I'm I'm serious. I'm ordering some <laughs> as soon as we're done. I'm ready for pastry and potato and. I'm currently in Del Mar, California, and it's like a restaurant dead zone, unless I want to go spend like $80 on a meal. Uh, oh, that's not everywhere anymore? anymore? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying if I was like down in Ocean Beach or in Oceanside, right. there'd be some more options of where I go sit down and not pay 80 bucks for one person. But here's like schwanky. A lot of higher end restaurants here, but I'll tell you what, pastries sound fucking delicious right now. Mm. There you go. I might have to go for a little ride. Bob, I'd like to have you on again somewhere down the road here because I think we've got so much we can talk about. This is great. I really enjoyed this. I'd love to. Yeah, this is this is really good. Like I said, it's always fun to talk with other makers or even if they're not makers, people that enjoy flavors. You know, it's, it's like doing a tasting and you you gel with somebody. They're like, well, what would you put this on? Like, Open the expanse here. What wouldn't you put this on? You yeah. know, and it. There's, I mean, it, it it's fun to get ideas and bounce ideas off of other people or, you know, and it doesn't matter whether it's a, a food pairing or ingredients, but yeah, it's a fun time. I would love to. Absolutely. It's a pretty uh, mellow episode for us. Yeah, it was. Not a lot. We didn't cuss that much. Fucking shit. And motherfucker yeah, there. Damn motherfucking. Quota. Shit. Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Now I can't share it with mom. Well, it's been True. very pleasant. Really, really nice. Uh, we will definitely have you on. I'm just in a month or two. I'd love to have you on again. I look forward to it, Spike. I appreciate you bringing me on. Zach, it's been great having you here too. Yeah, it's good talking to you. Take care now. Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers, was brought to you by Irish Spike's Unique Hot Sauces, High Desert Sauce Co., and Vandal Pepper Sauces. This is a Spike Mine Media Production.